Um, I don't know. I feel like I have to think of an introduction for these podcasts. This is episode three. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call this one. If I'm being honest, I just, I don't, I don't think people see, like, I don't think people see everything around them the way that it really is. I think people have a version of reality, and that's what they see. But I sometimes I wonder how much of it is really reality and how much of it is their mind blocking out certain things or letting certain things in. And because it blows my mind how one person can be talking to five different people. So that one person says the same, the same thing, right? He says it out loud. And those, all, those five people hear the exact same words, but those five people can give you five different interpretations of what he just said or he or she. And I don't know. I think, like I said, I'm a religion-heavy person, I guess. Relig- like very, you know, grew up Christian. And I think... The, well, I'm, I'm young, I'm a teenager, you know, I don't have a lot of life experience, obviously, as people tell me, but I think that I've, I've seen enough of reality to have an opinion, and I think that kids, teens nowadays because they're so sucked into technology and I do exclude myself from it because I complained all the time but I'm now I see it like I'm grateful that my parents didn't get me a phone right away didn't do any of those things like my life from technology has been filtered and I, I do appreciate it now more than anything else just because, yes, we have information at the, you know, at our fingertips, but we also have a power of destruction at our fingertips, and I don't think people realize that. Like, how do you think nudes get leaked in the first place? You know, someone had a press send, but that's not the point. My point now is that I don't. It again, I mentioned the religion because I feel this might be. A religion-heavy podcast, but I'm not sure yet. Um, I think that the way teens, teens my age at least, live, or the way they see reality, is so altered by the media that I don't think they actually know what reality is. Because... I see the people out on the streets that have to work their butts off every day. And I see it and I do realize it. Of course, I was born here in the United States. Like, I have Hispanic parents. I'm an ungrateful, I'm, I'm, I'm an ungrateful brat nonetheless, just like everyone else. But I do see reality. What, you know, me choosing to ignore it or to perceive it a different way is my choice. But the thing is, I choose to filter it in my head 
But I don't think other teens do that. I don't think other teens have the choice of filtering it. I just don't think they've ever really been exposed to it. I think they're just too filtered by what their real by what their world is now as a teenager, exposed to the drugs, to the media. And I don't think they're exposed to real life. Like real life isn't hanging with your friends, smoking a blunt, you know, or having a shot of tequila here and there, sneak it in into school or whatever. That's that's their world, but it's not reality. Which is what I don't think teens can tell the difference from now. I don't think they can tell the difference from the world they live in to what's really going on around them. And I don't think they appreciate how much they've been covered by their parents. In the sense, yes, I know some of them are like, smoking marijuana every day, overdosing on cocaine or yeah, and I understand that and that's very sad. But I don't think they how I don't think they realize that their parents didn't grow up in the same environment. That like at least where I live, I see a lot of Hispanic people. Um so I don't think they realize that most of their parents grew up in a place where by the time they were, you know, eight, nine, ten they had to be working. They had to help their family with bills, payments. And we don't, I include myself, because we don't see that, you know. And I think it became surreal when quarantine happened or started. And again, I was very filtered from, like, from technology. Like, I have access to it, of course, but very, like, it's limited to some degree, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it now. And I think I think back, you know, again, to I'm a very religion, like, uh, I have a very religious space, you know, in my background. And I think to, like, when I would read, like, you know, Bible passages and it's so crazy how we have so much at our fingertips that this generation but we are the poorest of them all like these including myself like females males in this generation like I feel more females and you know I'm all about you know girl power the I mean, I have my own opinions on the Me Too movement that I will not share yet. But, I mean, I'm all about girl power, you know, of course, in moderation. But it's just, you know, they they were said, you know, girls can do so much more than just stay in the house and cook and clean. But my thing is, I think they took that and ran with it. Now, girls, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old, even 20-year-old females now... They don't know how to clean and how to cook. And they're not prepared for the real world. College students, they're living on ramen and takeout. You know, my, and that's not how it was back in the day. Like, well, of course, back in the day, most females didn't go to college. But the ones who did, 
probably later in life, they probably had their kids. They probably had to do it backwards. They learned how to cook and clean first, and that was their education. They learned how to take care of their husband. And my thing is, I think our generation has it confused. I do agree with the fact, I do agree with, I do agree with the statement that women can do anything men can do in the sense, like, career-wise. But I don't think they should, they should, I don't think that it was right to run with it how far they did. I think women still have to be taught the importance of learning just regular household things, like learning how to do regular household things, laundry, cleaning, cooking, and caring after a man just because if we're being realistic, though, if those females now, like when they get married in the future, like 2030, 2032, you know, they're like, they're 30, you know, 25, 30 years old. If those women don't know how to cook and don't know how to do basic things like laundry how are they supposed to first survive on their own and second of all survive with another human being that can't do any of it either you know those are basic basic things you need to survive I mean you can't yes and no like you can't live off of takeout for the rest of your life and you know people say oh like there's maids there's people who you can hire to come do those things yes but that costs money and I'm just saying, like, you may have a good career, but you have to start from somewhere, like a part-time job or something, like, you know. And um, most of the time, if when you're starting with, like, a part-time job, say they're still in high school for right now, they're not going to put you, like, making burgers or, you know, at the, ca- at the cash register right away. You have to start with, like, wiping down tables, cleaning the toilets, things like that. And if they don't know how to do that and they're not willing to do it, then that's just more preparation that they're losing. That's just things that they're not learning. And that's why when I was in middle school, we had a health, we had like a, a health education, like a sex ed class mixed with like a home ex class. So like one week we learned about STDs and the next week we learned like about baking, you know, and it was a mixed boys and girls class. Um, and I saw it as idiotic or like as something that was just not necessary at the time. And granted, I didn't continue that class, but now I'm just like, I wish I would have, I wish I, you know, would have stayed long enough in that school to, um, learn those things because I moved schools actually but that's school specifically they 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 were retro in the sense that they were teaching both female and male like lawn like how to do laundry how to broom how to mop how to bake and teaching them about STDs and you know and types of contraception at the same time and those are useful things you know teaching them about like um a resume and taxes they were doing things they were teaching things that are used in the real world and that things that you have to know and now that I'm in high school and the classes that I've you know been in and learned like they're all amazing classes you know gotta love mathematics but they're not things that I will necessarily use in the real world like there, there are specific classes that you can take 
like culinary classes but those are things that you want to you want to do so you sign up for that like program you know things like that whereas the school i was talking about before those were mandatory you had like you had to learn how to you know cook clean and learn about those are and scds those were mandatory those weren't if you want to you sign up for it those were mandatory classes that you had to pass and here it's yeah if you want to learn how to cook join a culinary class you know sign up for one it's it's giving you the option of if you want to where in the real world they don't give you the if you want to choice they give you the you either do it or you don't you survive or you don't and i don't know i don't think people teens especially see that and i i'm included i mean i I make these podcasts and I have these opinions because before before seeing it in other people, I see it in myself and I reflect it in myself. And, I mean, my parents could attest to this. I tried baking. I made terrible food. or I tried baking cookies. I made terrible cookies. I mean, I can't even make a cookie, for crying out loud. And I followed a recipe online and it still didn't come out well. I'm telling you. We don't have the necessary, we don't have enough preparation to be ready for the real world. I mean, granted, though, I could cook a little, but, like, not enough. Not enough, for, not nearly enough for the real world. Not nearly enough to prepare me for adulthood. And I'm almost there. Like, I'm 15. Well, I, practically, you know, two weeks and a half, I'll be 15. And from there, it's just three years to 18. And from there, it's bills, working. You know, even, not, even before then, like 16, part-time job, right? Like, those those are things that are coming up real soon in my life and things that I've started to think about as I'm getting older. And I don't know if others, teens my age, think about those things. I could very much just be like I say in every episode I I think I just am insane but it's I don't know if I just see the world a different way through different eyes you know I don't know if you know my filter is broken but reality hits hard for me you know like I don't think media has filtered my reality enough like you know youtubers you know or whatever other influencers there are like I just don't I just don't see the world the way others do. And sometimes it scares me, but most of the time I'm grateful for it. Because if I saw the world just like everybody else, like even now that I do see how real the world can be and how hard and how like how how it, you know, runs you down and how hard it is to just make a living for yourself out there. Like, now, the fact that I am aware of it and can see it and still get lazy about it, like, imagine how the other kids are who are even more filtered, who have mom and dad right there above them, always protecting them, have media, filtering out everything. Just if I, who am aware of those things, like, still just sometimes just ignore it, imagine those who are just not aware of it. 
And that is scared. Like, I'm scared for them. Because you can only rely on others to do your bidding for so long. There's going to be a day where training wheels have to come off. You have to learn how to do it on your own. And I don't know if our generation is ready for that. And I joked around it a little bit, too, like everything with corona. Um, I joked around it for a while, but now I think it might be true. Like, with everything, like, especially young kids now. We're now, like, taking it down a notch from teens to young kids. Like, they, like, a sudden change where, like, parents are telling them, don't touch that, don't touch this, wash your hands, hand sanitizer, wipe down the table. Like, they're going to grow up with that in their head. Like, this was such a big thing in their life that they'll grow up 100%. Like, people, kids who were probably from the ages, like, maybe four to seven, like, or four to eight, I even dare say, like, and went through the, went through COVID-19, they're going to grow up and be germaphobes, like, no doubt about it, the girl, like, imagine, you're, you're so young in that age, you're so, oh my gosh, did you, you're so young in that age, that sounded pretty grammatically incorrect, <laughs> um, but it's just, they went through something so, different at such a young age where out of a sudden you know being clean just was that much more important like they're gonna grow up and remember that and they're gonna be germaphobes I mean it's it's it makes sense though and I joked I joked about it for a long time but it's just it's true now and also kids who already are socially just they're not good at socializing. Quarantine is probably heaven for them. But there's only so much, you know. There's only You can only be away from other humans for so long. There has to come a time where you're just... You go insane not being around other people. Being isolated from them. And I think that... Well, I think a lot of things... But I think that they, I think that they will be the ones who come out of quarantine okay. Because I think they're so used to distancing distancing themselves from other people that they'll come out of it okay. But then it scares me for the people who are social, like, you know, extroverts who out of a sudden had to stay inside you know, distance themselves from other people. Like, of course, texting, FaceTime, you know, those are all still around. But it's not the same. It's not the same as human physical interaction. And if those were the people who were, like, you know, you know, the president of tomorrow, you know, those were, like, the extroverts, the people who went out and did made, made things happen, you know, if those were the ones that our country was relying on to be the president of tomorrow and they come out of quarantine all messed up and screwed up with, then who are we to, who, who are we relying on? You know, who, what, who that is part of this generation is going to surpass that? I think we're going to have just a generation of just, I don't know, like, 
like successful people yes like we'll have successful people come out of this generation but not i don't think president worthy like you know and that's that's sad but it's true and i remember i when i was smaller i used to dream of being female president but no i love politics like love love it like you know i think trump is one of the funniest presidents we've had for sure very comedic or at least i think it's funny for me but i think he just doesn't see it as himself being funny i don't know if that makes sense to anyone but yeah i i don't know i think things are going to be very different and i'm still here in or well the place i live we're still in quarantine we haven't been let out yet but i don't know i i'm definitely excited to start a new school year and see what happens see how people react to everything because you know people especially people who were like respect like cheerleaders you know like athletes they they were sweaty they were gross they were near other people who were also sweaty and gross, like dancers, like where they had to come into physical contact with other people all the time. Like, what is it going to be like for them? Are they, like, are we going to come a, are we going to become a generation with virtual cheerleaders, virtual athletes, you know? Like, it's just those things. Those are the things I think about at night <laughs> and others think about Fortnite <laughs> or whatever game is popping now. I did use the word poppin. But I don't know. I think I'm more excited to see what what the future holds, which is something so cliché, which is such a cliché thing to say, but it's true though. This this is the one time I really think it's you can apply that term because it affected so many people in so many different ways. Some people didn't give an F about you know, COVID-19, and they were out and about, touching hands, making contact with people, they didn't give, and other people were like, get away from me, you know, like, I want 12 feet, not just six, like, please move, other people wouldn't even leave their houses, it's just, it's, it, everyone's affected in different ways, I think I was definitely a person who stayed in my house, not by choice, but by force, <laughs> but also, but also didn't wasn't I wasn't really bothered by the whole COVID nineteen, which is weird. I stayed in I stayed in quarantine and followed all the rules, but I didn't seem to care. I think for me it was because I do not have freedom yet. <laughs> My parents did make me stay at home. You know, the only times we went out was you know like like grabbing some food or things like that. Obviously. But I did stay in my house for the most part. But I also was someone who COVID-19 seemed almost like a joke to me. And it, it is dumb to say and admit, but it, I'm going to admit it because it's what I thought. And now that I see how it's affected everybody else, I don't see it as a joke, but it still personally doesn't affect me as, as much as it did someone else, you know, or other people. I still it still hasn't hit me because I don't think it's affected me directly, 
I can't understand how serious it really is. Like, and it's crazy to say because I see it going on around me. I see how it's affecting other people and some people who are close to me and some people who weren't, you know, and I see it and I feel empathy because no one should ever go through like the, the, I need to work, but I can't go to work. I need to pay bills, but I can't pay bills because I can't go to work. You know, no one or like feeding their kids, you know, that not having enough money. And I know the people who are out there trying to help, governments helping, and so and so. But it's just even seeing it, like firsthand seeing, knowing people who've been affected like that. Even even then, I still can't comprehend. It doesn't it doesn't fit into my brain. And I think it's it's just me, my brain trying to process things. And I'm a person who always needs closure to then process everything that happened in the whole scenario when the whole time period or whatever was going on so I think I'll be able to process and really understand what's going on or what happened once it's over and I'm just that type of person and that's crazy like I can't process and understand as I go I have to have all the information all at once for my brain to process and since every day is a new day new information you know things are happening my brain is like it's, it's changing it's changing all the time we need one solid piece of information that we can that I can digest and that's just the way my brain works and it's so crazy so I know I'll be able to process and understand truly everything that happened like in depth in depth in depth funny word in depth um once it's over once it's happened and once as a society we've moved from it but my thing is that could take years like we might not be back to like what we would call normal like maybe like three five years from now and that's a long time so I don't know if there's other people like me out there but I am one of those people I need it all in one like I need it all in one block to be able to and if it takes three, five years for people to finally move on, that's three, five years that I will not truly understand, like, how deep COVID-19 really hit. And that that's crazy to me because I'm aware of everything that's going on. But the way my brain works, it's, it's storing all this information so it can process it later. So I haven't really processed everything that's going on. I'm just aware of it. And my brain gives me the important things that, oh, like, it's just, you know, virus, you know, dead, like, killing people, certain people, you know, just, like, make sure, like, you know, don't um, get other people infected. That's why we're supposed to be quarantined. Quarantined? Quarantined? Um, so those pieces I understand and, like, I'm aware of, but as a whole, it, my brain hasn't processed everything, and it won't until it's all over and we've moved on and it's crazy to me that that's how my brain works but i it's happened in so many occasions that i needed everything to be over for me to begin begin um processing and and that's what that's what my brain does and it's, it's weird but it's just what it does um, and I don't know how I feel about it. I think sometimes 
I wish my brain processed things a little bit quicker, but I, I accept, you know, what I was given. I accept that my brain just needs to take in all of it at once. And other, and, but I do realize that other people can do that. Other people like, well, not like what's going on, but other people are processing things better because it did happen like, oh, it did happen fast, but then stage by stage, things were being explained and people understood it like that. But not me. That stage by stage thing frustrates me. I just need it all out at once, which is also why I think I binge series like TV shows. Like I'll watch five seasons in like two days, which is I'm just not okay. But I just I can't I don't like being left on a cliffhanger. That's that's one of the things that frustrates me. But yet my patience is very decent. Most people would think that because I don't like, you know, being left on a cliffhanger, like, or being, you know, waiting for information. Most people would think, oh, she's probably an impatient person. And yes and no. I, I have, I wouldn't say I have really good patience, but it's that I'm not an impatient person. I definitely, you know, I'm, my patience is, I would say, pretty average. So yeah, just, I think this episode was just, a realization episode, just how my brain works, you know, and just, yeah, let me know if other people think, like, in a similar way, process things in a similar way, I would really love to know, but yeah, I hope everyone is doing good, staying safe, of course, and I really hope you guys just have a good day.